Tanaya Clayton of Tanaya Clayton Career Consulting. You can check me out online at www.tanayaclayton.com to kind of get to know me a little bit more and then see what services I offer. If you listen to my uh, live cast yesterday, then you know that I talked about how we get in our own way. And so today I kind of wanted to talk about um, rediscovering your passion. Um, it can be career-wise, it could just it, it be in general, but I think it's important to rediscover your passion. So as you know, I normally, well, I've only done this like one time. So I'm doing this right now, driving home, and it just seems to be the time that I actually have some things on my mind, things I want to say, and I want to talk to you. So let's get into this. Now, I want you to think about when you first decided like you were going to pursue your career or if it was ministry, if it was um, something, something that you dreamed of. It could be when you were a child or it could be like as you were a teenager or maybe even as an adult. And so if you are, so think about that. And I want you to think about, okay, what exactly did you want to do? What was your ultimate dream? What was the thing that you really could not stop thinking about? It was a passion of yours. It was something that you woke up and you thought about it as you were going to sleep. You had all these plans in your mind about exactly what you wanted to do. And so you started to make plans. You, you decided, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to plan this out and I'm going to move forward in it, right? And you were excited about it. So as you started to move forward, life started to hit you. People started to be people and you just had all of these encounters that really kind of knocked the wind out of you and started to chip away at that dream. And so instead of pursuing that dream, you just decided to give up on it. You didn't realize that you gave up on it. You looked up one day and you're working your nine to five, you're working um, your part-time job, whatever that may be, you're running your business, which could be lucrative, um, or maybe it's struggling a little bit, whatever, but you're doing that and you are still finding yourself not satisfied. You're finding yourself um, a little bit unhappy. And so I want to challenge you to think, that's why I asked you the question in the beginning, because I want to challenge you. Sometimes we need to go back to that, back to the basics and really let God renew that fire in us again because that dream wasn't placed in you for nothing. There was a reason why it was placed in you because a lot of times it was, it is something that you were created for, that God actually said, okay, I am putting this person here because I want them to do X, Y, and Z and bring it forth in the world. And they are the only person that can do this the way that I need them to do it. But what happens sometimes is that we allow people to place their own anxieties, their own fears, the fact that they didn't do what they needed to do in the time that they allowed, that they gave up on their own dreams to speak into our lives and to beat us down to where we don't even want to pursue the very thing that we were called to do. And so now it's, it's to a point, like I want to encourage you and I want to say, don't give up on that dream. Go back to it. Really think about your passion. Really think about the very thing that you knew, you know, 
God has called you to do it. And for whatever reason, you gave up on it. And I'm going to share my story with you. When I first got saved, I was on fire for God. Okay. I was like, I was so happy just to minister to people on the street. I knew like, even when I first got saved, I knew that I was called to evangelism. I knew that God had called me to be an evangelist. And so in my mind, I'm like, this is me. This is what I want to do. But what happened was as time started to go by, I didn't see a lot of people evangelizing the churches that I went to. It was like, okay, you can evangelize, but you can only do so much. So it wasn't teaching about casting out demons. It wasn't teaching about operating in the gift of, gifts of healing or um, anything or witnessing to people. It was literally just like, okay, pass out these tracks and that's it. So then I allowed, as more time went by, I just thought that's the way that it was supposed to be. Even though I saw the way God was using me with people on the bus stop, I saw the way God was using me with just people like as I'm walking in the park and, you know, leading people to Christ, I'm seeing these things, but the church and what I'm experiencing in church is not lining up with what God is showing me. And so I'm like, well, I'm new to this. So and I, I didn't think, oh, you know what? You need to read your word. You need to see what God is saying. You need to pray more. I trusted the people that were more wiser, that were saved longer. I trusted them with that. I didn't go to God. And that was my bad. So eventually I was ordained as an evangelist. And um, at that point, when God had ordained me, I was like, I was just in church. I wasn't really evangelizing. I wasn't going out. I wasn't doing any of that. And so I'm like, I'm like, okay, I don't know. Like I just slowly but surely the dream uh, that God had placed in me started to dwindle and go away. And I, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, at what point, I guess this is just life. And I started to run into people that actually placed positions on me, placed titles on me. And it wasn't even what I was called to do. They tried to make me them. And, and how many of you know that a lot of times when people are projecting their fears on you or projecting what they want you to do, it's because they're really intimidated by you. They're intimidated with what God wants to do in your life. And so they feel like and, and a lot of times, I mean, it is the enemy. You know, it's the enemy doing it. But a lot of times it is people as well that they'll project those things on you because they can't fulfill it themselves. They see what God has placed in you. They see what God wants to do in your life. And they try to stop you because they didn't have the guts. They didn't have the faith to believe that God could do whatever he had told them he was going to do through them. So it's like, OK, well, if I didn't do it, you can't you can't move beyond what I'm doing, but that's a lie. And so I allow people to do that to me. And before you knew it, like I was literally wandering around upset, sad, you know, angry because I didn't have any passion. I'm taking jobs. I'm doing stuff because there was no passion there because I allowed people to tell me who I was. And so it came to a point of where I'm, I literally had to tell God, 
like I'm tired and I started reading this book oh my gosh if you can get this book I would say get it I have not I read it once but I wasn't really focused on doing the work now I'm actually reading it and I think I'm on chapter three or four and it's called the I factor by Van Moody if you are struggling with finding out who you are and understanding your place in this world and your purpose I would say get it please get it because it will help you to really um, get back to your purpose it will help you to get back to the very reason that you were created and it will help you to understand how awesome you are and that you don't have to allow people to just continually um, dummy you down because you my god if you can see the things that god has for you and i'm not just saying this but it's like the if, if you as i go on we'll talk and you'll know everything that i've been through but trust me everything that he's doing in my life right now the obstacles that he's allowed me to overcome his presence that I'm being able that I'm able to see right now my goodness he's putting me in remembrance of all of every blessing that he has bestowed on my life and I'm not just talking about material things but I'm talking about just really being in his presence so if you can get this book, I would say you can go on Amazon, you can get it. But the one thing um, he, the Van Moody mentions in his book is about really thinking about your purpose and at what point did you give up on it? At what point did you go astray? And it, it causes you to process it and to really think about it. And so as I started to process it, I'm like, wow, like it actually in the margins of the book, I wrote down what is my passion? And this was a while ago. What is my passion? And then I put ministry. And it reminded me the whole time ministry was my passion. I knew I knew that God had called me to be an evangelist. But I hear I was trying to do everything else but that. Of course, he's going to give me businesses. Of course, I can have certain jobs that I want, you know, that he's ordained for me to have. But ultimately, that's evangelism. Ministry is what makes me thrive. It is what makes me get excited about life because I love to to share Jesus with people. That is that is me. And I allow people to delay me in being all that God wanted me to be because of that. And so I want to just say, don't allow anybody to put their limitations on you. Don't allow anybody to tell you what you can't do. Don't allow anybody to say that, oh, it's not possible for you. Why isn't it? All you need to do is see somebody that is doing what you're, you want to do. Or you know what? Expo it's just about exposure, exposing yourself to something different. If your friends have never accomplished it or your friends have never attained it, then you just need to expose yourself to people that have. You need to get exposure. You need to um to find people that are where you want to go. When I when I was bound and I was going through so much and I was dealing with depression and all these things in my life and 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 really down on myself and low self-esteem and insecurity, and, and wanting to be wealthy or and wanting to be healed, 
I didn't know what that looked like because everybody around me was struggling in so many areas. So I'm like, I don't know what this looks like. So I started to believe that when I said, I want to be an entrepreneur, I want to be a millionaire. I didn't see millionaires. I didn't understand it. So I'm like, well, even though I know God says it in his word, I'm, I'm in church and nothing wrong with those churches, but it's just name it and claim it. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think I was, you, you can use it excessively. There are times when we can claim things that we know that God has for us, but then there's some work you have to put in. You have to roll up your sleeves. You have to prepare for it. It's not just going to come to you like that. There are blessings that God will just pour out on you and you don't even have to do much. And, and, and we, we benefit from that. But I think there's something wrong with it when you, that's what you expect every single time. You have to be able to put some works into that faith. And so by people putting their expectations on you or putting you in this box, that is hindering you from being all that God wants you to be. If you if you have a dream, I don't care how crazy it is. I do not care. But if you have a dream that you said, you know what? I'm going to let that go because everybody's telling me that I can't do it. Everybody's telling me that, you know, it's not possible. Everybody's telling me that nobody in my family has done it. So why not be the first one? Why not? Because at the end of the day, if we say that God is who we, who we say that he is, then why can't he do it? If you think about everything that has happened in your life, right, whether it's trauma, um, whether it's, it's tra um, tragedy, whatever, even the victories that you've had in your life. And you see like you see how God got you through that. If you've suffered from depression, if you've suffered from anxiety, if you've suffered from any type of mental illness and you know that you should not be where you are today, then that was God getting you through that, right? And if you've seen people that have gone through the same thing, didn't make it out like you made it out, then that, then that shows you right there that God has a special plan for you. So don't allow people to tell you who you are. You allow God to tell you who you are through your word, through the intimate time that you spend with him in prayer. That is what you allow him to do. As you fast, whatever it takes for you to get to him, whatever it takes for you to block out the voices of the enemy and the people around you, that's what you're going to have to do. Because it's not going to be easy to get to where you need to get to. If you need to go to therapy just so you can break past stubborn um, emotional problems or you can learn how to cope better just so you because you keep running into the same issue and you keep running into the same cycle, then do it. You got to do whatever you need to do to make it to that next level that God wants you to go to. I, I think back so many times about how God like like literally was showing me the direction he wanted me to go. Granted, there were some things where people were pushing me before my time, but like just a desire I had to really be intimate with him, be in his presence and really enjoy him and really just love on him. And I allowed people to come in and tell me what my relationship was with him and how it wasn't good enough. 
And so it made me not want to be involved in church anymore. It made me not want to really pursue my relationship with him anymore. Because I'm like, okay, this is like a job. Like, this is not fun anymore. And it's time that we go back. We go back to just that intimate time with him to when we first fell in love with him. And when we first believed we had that childlike faith that we knew no matter what we were facing in that moment, that if God has said it, that settles it. The Bible says his word is settled in heaven. So if he says it, and it also says that the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. It also says that his word will not return to you void, but it will accomplish that which he sent it to accomplish. So that means whatever he has spoken over your life, that no matter what you are facing today, it, it will come to pass. And trust me, I still go through some things. I'm going through things right now. But you know what? I remember the goodness of God. I look around and I see his goodness and everything that he's doing for me. Now, was it always like that? No, because probably last week I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm feeling some type of way. But you know what I did? I decided that I was not I was going to um, fight back. And so when I was feeling down and I felt depression coming, I'm like, you know what? I'm still going to praise God. I'm still going to speak life over myself, even though I don't feel it. I'm going to speak it. Because I know that even in my good moments, what the word of God has said to me, what, what God, God said to me in our intimate time, he said he wouldn't leave me nor forsake me. So he's with me, even in this moment, even when I'm feeling like this, and it's the same thing. So even when you're feeling like you feel defeated or you feel that, you know, that negativity coming on you. You've got to proclaim what you know that God said you can have, even when everything is coming up against you. And it seems like, OK, this is not working out like I'm trying this and I'm going left and I'm going right and it's not working out. And can I tell you, too, that even that when you feel like that, when you get frustrated, because like in starting my business, I was feeling frustrated. I was like, OK, I'm trying this. I'm watching everything on, on Instagram and all these social media people. And they saying do this and doing that. And I feel overwhelmed because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm literally trying everything and nothing is happening for me. Like, what is this? And so God had to take me back to my first love, him and then my first passion, which was what he called me to do. And see, once I was like, okay. I did turn my back on that. I did give up on that. And that is what you created me for. I repented for that. And then I said, all right, God, I say, yes, you go ahead and use me the way that you want. A lot of things after that didn't even matter. Yeah, I want my business to be good. But at the end of the day, like if he just uses me, I feel that fire again. I feel that passion again. And so that's what I want to tell you. Like, sometimes we just go a different way because we've been told we had to go a different way. And the devil's a liar. We don't have to go a different way. Because if, if, if he told us to go in a direction, he will make provision. He will help us get through it. So when anybody comes speaking anything contrary to what God said, you, unfortunately, you're going to have to let them know. I don't, I don't agree with that word. I don't mind 
my life in God's word does not line up with what you're saying. And it's not going to be easy because sometimes it's going to be the closest people to you that don't believe in you. And that's what I had to work out is that the very thing that I was seeking, that approval from my mother, that approval from my father, that approval from my grandmother, that approval from my aunts, it wasn't going to happen like I wanted it to happen. So I have to I had to shift my focus to God. And, and be real with him and let him know, okay, you know what? I'm feeling abandoned. I'm feeling rejected. I'm feeling disappointed. So I, I need I need help in this, Lord. I need you to help me in this area. And so that's what he does. He'll begin to help you in the very area that you thought, you know, you needed a person to fill that void. And he'll start to fill that void for you. So I just want to leave you with that is like, trust him, trust him to revive your passion, sit with him. And in the, in the book, that's, that's why you got to get the book. But it, um, he says to ask the question. Where did I go wrong? Because when you are frustrated, when you are going around in, in a circle, and then he read, um, read, I think it's Second Chronicles 15. That's where he talks about Asa and like what he did and where he went wrong and how he served God and he really loved the Lord. Um, and he, he wanted to be obedient to God, but then at one point he went his own way and he didn't repent for what he had done. And so he ended up, um, he ended up dying. Okay. So that's where you have to get is to where you ask God, where, where you went wrong. Because once you ask him where you went wrong, he'll show you. And I guarantee you when you start dreaming again and you start focusing again, like you are going to feel like a burden has lifted off of you because now you can really flow in what God has called you to do and not flow in what everybody else is calling you to do. Okay. So just wanted to share that with you because it was like, he did it with me. And so I thought it was so powerful and I wanted to share it with you. And so, um, like last time, I'm going to leave you with just some questions to ask God is, you know, where, uh, where did I go wrong? And then what, what was I created for? You know, and a lot of times he puts that in us in the beginning and we somehow get thrown off track because we want that stability. We want that good job and which is nothing wrong with that. But, you know, you can't forget about the ultimate thing that you are placed on this earth to do and what you are called to be. So God bless you. I hope this blessed you. As I take my car ride home, I literally missed my exit on the freeway. So I kind of turn around, but I just wanted to share that with you. Um, as God gives me stuff and gives me revelation about things, I always want to share it with somebody because even if it's one person, I don't know what that person is going through and what they're facing. And you know what? We're in this together and this is a fight 
that we go through together in life and there will be challenges but you know what as long as we got god on our side we got it and we can get through it so god bless you have an amazing day and i may be on tomorrow we'll see if i have something to talk about i'll come on tomorrow but if i don't then i probably won't all right bye